0: Hey, 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 everybody. Unlocking the potential of the refractometer in your garden. Oh, my God, Andy, now we're into refractometers. Give it to me, boy. Give it to me. Come on.
1: You know, um, a refractometer is one of my favorite things to use. I learned about it early on in the early 70s. And uh, it was a little bit expensive to to even buy one. Um, I have four refractometers. Uh Sorry guys, but I just I, I started to work this morning at four o'clock. And I actually took uh, um, what I'm doing now is I, I one of the things I want to do here is to actually show some videos of me at work and stuff. And, and and one of the reasons why I'm using the Mac today is because the Mac is the one my iPhone shoots everything on my iPhone and I can't get it. My PC just <laughs> won't take anything I give it to it from my from my iPhone. It just won't do it. And I figured out yeah. how to try to change it over, how to do with iGoogle and all these other things. The only thing to do is get the Mac going. So I, this is what I'm doing now using the Mac, and th- this okay. will allow me to, because uh, I can do a screen share and show you my uh, the pictures because you know whatever I shoot on my iPhone gets transferred over here to the Mac. Right. So and it was interesting with me too is that see a, a refractometer. If y'all don't know what do I'm assuming everybody knows what a refractometer is. We had we talked about it last time. you think I should go over it again?
0: Well, I think it, since that's the specific topic that we're on, I think you should go over it again, Andy.
1: Okay, so uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking around for my my refractometer. Uh, I have uh, I have uh, four of them, and they they have their own lives. They they, have, they live together. Sometimes I see them over there walking around. Sometimes they. <laughs> You're outside, and that's uh, that's something else going on there too. <laughs> uh, but I have four refractometers. One's very expensive; it's about ten thousand dollar unit, which I got. Yep. Happy Valentine, silly, which I got way back in the early '70s. It was a gift, but at that time, everything you know, the first time something comes out, it costs a lot. Oh yeah. And, uh, recently, I bought uh, that. That would be like fifteen years ago. I bought three more refractometers so i bought one that was like i went to uh i went to amazon and i bought one for $25 plus a little shipping i also right. i also ordered a, and a that's a that's a that's say analog so i also bought a right. a, a digital refractometer for 300 okay. bucks and that's two and then i have another one which is like uh 120 bucks something like that so yeah. the, the $25 one gives you the same reading as a as, mo, as a very expensive ten thousand dollar one. Yeah. And so a refractometer is a measurement of sugar. It's called bricks. But uh, what I've learned about, about it interestingly enough, and I don't know how I got started in the refractometer. Probably has to do with the Rodale people, <laughs> the ones I can right. think of, because they would they would be the only ones who probably but then later on I got I, I remember a little now so when i started doing my, my stuff i always got to meet some very interesting uh people who are in uh, farming who are uh really way ahead of the crowd in terms of of doing things organically and so they were already talking about a refractometer in terms of uh, using a refractometer for your fruit and vegetables right because uh, you know they it's mainly used in the business for wine making for beer making uh, yeah, it's also a refractometer in the medical industry. It's a refractometer
0: in the pl- in, in as astro- astro- astronomy. Astronomy. Astronomy uses refractometers, I guess. Yeah, because they're they're looking at different compounds uh, using it that way. That's
1: how when you can look at stars and other planets, it breaks it down to the color, the colors into the into mm-hmm. the, the elements that that they're made up of. Right? See. Right. And so uh, the the refractometer that, that I use was actually invented by a cook who happened to be a scientist. So he knew okay. about the light waves and how they they get. That's why it's called refractometer because it refracts the light.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. And he originally had he originally didn't really make it for uh, minerals. He originally made made it so that he can tell test tell how sweet it is. Yeah. Well, that changes
0: your recipe, my friend. It changes the recipe. And, and he he uh, he somehow
1: figured he he figured out that the minerals is what makes us sweet. So that's why the 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 refractometer started using it on plants because he realized you know you can you can tell if minerals are in the sun and other planets. Why can't I tell the minerals that are in what I eat?
0: Yeah.
1: And, and he uh, he wrote a very interesting book, which which I want to. Uh, Pass on to everybody, and uh, I have to apologize because it's basically an ebook. I told you, I told you, about the ebook. It's a, it's about the, right the ebook, and tells you what bricks levels are are available. The best I can do today is to um, let me see. I think uh, I, I I can do preset. Hang on, this hasn't been recorded or anything, so we're gonna and I'm gonna do a share a screen. I'll okay, video uh, share a screen. Uh, share screen let's see if my if I if my um if if I get this together I want to do uh oh
0: oh, what happened okay so and Victor's asking how accurate are the refractometers okay now hang on a second can you see this screen that I'm sharing uh it hasn't come up on my end yet Andy
1: okay so I I I don't think I'm doing this right somehow somehow the 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 screen oh let me see hang on a second uh, uh no i screwed I, well, I screwed up but my screen disappeared and i'm looking at like <laughs> <laughs> i i'm sorry guys is <laughs> so there so uh, i can't do it I, and oh okay 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 oh okay joe
0: Let's okay, I think bit. you're having way too much fun trying to figure this out, Andy.
1: I, 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 okay, okay, hang on a second. Let's see. Oh, there it is.
0: Screen,
1: select a. So I, I think I could do uh, an entire screen. Yeah. Uh, no, that doesn't, that doesn't work either. Window. It's for Anyway, it's not going to work. This <laughs> is cancel. It works on the on the PC. My Mac is a little weird different. Anyway, I
0: have... The, your PC is up, by the way. What? Your what? PC is up behind you.
1: Yeah, that's it. Oh, my PC
0: is up. Yes, it is.
1: Damn you! What the hell is wrong with your iPad? <laughs> a Mac is like... A Mac goes up like that in five
0: seconds. The PC has to take out 10, 15 minutes. Well, look at all the stuff you have on there. I mean, my God, it's full.
1: Yeah, well, at least you, you can't see all the good stuff.
0: We're not going there that that has nothing to do with the refractometer, Andy. No, okay? no, no, no. So how so, accurate is your average refractometer? you've got a ten thousand dollar one, you've got a three thousand or three hundred dollar one. Um, the difference between the digital and they all the give the same reading. they all
1: give the identical same reading, okay. Right. So if you take uh tomato. You have the four re- four refractometers you put a drop in each one of them you will get the same identical reading two point okay. five two all the way across so that's that. Says is accurate right it isn't varying between refractometers yeah. unless you're saying how accurate is the 245 what does that relate to an accuracy answer what is it measuring so it measures the bricks level the level of sugar but the interesting right. thing about it the really interesting thing about it the way it works and I think I explained it before. Is that, see, Mother Nature is really, really super smart, right? We figured that out, right? So yep. plants, yep. there's a reason why plants are into sugar. Mm-hmm. Like us humans, we like sugar, but we're not into sugar. Right? We don't really need to. To we don't make sugar in our body. We don't do these right. things that that a plant does for sugar. So, mm-hmm. but it, 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 it does relate to some extent because, but the way mother nature made it for for plants is that the the sugar is what transports the minerals throughout the okay. body of the plant. So the higher the sugar level, the more minerals it has. Okay, so uh, I, I an inexpensive refractometer does not have the ability to break it down into various different elements, various different trace minerals. In other words, you don't have an expensive refractometer, you're gonna have like, a bunch of uh, like a rainbow, you you can see what they are. You can say, oh look, there's there's this wide band of copper here, or there's another band of iron here. So you can tell by the the width of the band how much there is there. Whereas a good old fashioned refractometer that we use, it has an entirely different system. Uh, all Indeed. he measures is bricks level. Because right. remember, most of the time what people do use it for is just to measure sugar. They're not concerned about the minerals. So that's been used for a long time in the wine industry, in the beer industry. You know, wine, you want it to be, it's just a certain sweetness, right? Right? Yeah. You want it to be a certain level. That's what the refractometer is for. And the refractometer is also used in medicine, for your blood, and other things. But, but each one is very different. So if you were to buy a refractometer for, for medical go on Google or Amazon and buy a refractometer for medical, you're going to find a whole bunch of other things in that refractometer when you're looking at it that you need. For medicine, you need to you know whether the pH is. And you Remember, we looked at one before. What does it say?
0: Bricks can be measured in the field, on a plant, or at a shop. It indicates the number of dissolved solids in a liquid measured via a specific gravity, or SG. Uh, one degree bricks is one gram of sucrose in 100 grams of solution. So one equals bricks equals 1% sugar. Uh, four, five, six, seven, eight different stages of fruit maturity.
1: Who is this person anyway?
0: <laughs> Some
1: scientific
0: somebody that looked up on Wiki, I'm sure of it.
1: And, and so, it's it, 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 so only a few it, in the beginning. What happened was people have been using it mainly to measure sugar. Okay, so wine, yep. whatever, right? But along comes people like me and go, Well, um, I think it's measuring, it's t- also telling you. Your mineral levels, and it is.
0: Well, the higher, the higher your bricks, the more minerals you've got because it takes the minerals to make those sugars at a higher level.
1: Right, but it doesn't break it down to a, what, however many types of minerals. Remember, there are 96 different minerals you need. So you're not going to find 96 different lines in that tiny little uh, refractometer. You're just going to basically find the sugar levels. And the way it looks okay. like when you look through a telescope, you're going to see a, a white level and a black level. Where the white level and a, and they a, like a, a ladder with numbers on it, so it start with zero, one, two, three, four, five, right, goes on up. And where the black and white meet, where the the top black white and the black bottom meet, that place right there is the where the the bricks level is. Yeah, right. That's that that little place is where the bricks level. So one of the things that was figured out by the because you know I'm not the only one that's been doing this. Lots of other people. Uh, who are really cool people? This have studied. That's why I wanted to show you this really cool uh, 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 ebook that was given to me about 30, 40 years ago, which I I do have, and it's in this computer. If I can figure out how to share, well, I think what I have to what I have to do is before we go, I log in here, I have to basically pull up this, the the page near you know, the the window already there. To to that file. So then I can just share that window because it wants to share the whole window. I only want to share a certain window that comes up. But anyway, the, so w- the, they, they started, they, they, what they, what they did was is that they did studies and a whole bunch of tests and stuff to figure out how ref, uh, the reef the bricks level measures compared to, to minerals. And, and basically what they did was they, they starved some plants of, of minerals. until so it looked really bad and see what the bricks level was. To see how it correlated, or they started keep feeding them really well with minerals. I mean, when you do a, a for me, what happens is that because I do foliar feeding, and foliar yeah. feeding is a, it's absorbed immediately by the plants as opposed to when you put uh, food on the, under the root systems of a plant, it takes a while for it to go through there and it doesn't really show you. Because uh, it turns out that there are several different ways to do to, to take a reading. So, if you have a plant, just say a tomato plant. So most of the time, people will take and read the t- the tomato, the actual tomato fruit, right? And right. do a bridge reading from that. Well, I'm the type of person who's kind of weird, and I go, well, how about if I did the flower, right? There's that, the, and that's that's why I was looking, I was I was going to pull something up like that, very very similar, and you can see where the dark and the white mean, and, the, and right in there, it's basically like, like a sixteen uh bricks yeah yeah and this this particular one i'm not sure what it's for but it has two different types of readings on either side so it really depends what it was being used for you don't read yeah. for, for our our case you only have the like bricks level you don't need these other things but there are more and more complicated type of refractometers right that you could use so but so what i started doing was i, I said okay and it's interesting too, because I parallel with me myself. There were other people doing the very same things. They said, "Well, gee, if I could measure the refract reading on a, on, a, on the tomato fruit, what's the reading for the flower of the of the tomato? What's the reading for the leaf of the tomato?" So you'll right. find that you'll find that 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 the uh, the fruit will give a, a different reading because it's sweeter sure and also too, depending on the time of year. On the level of uh, of, uh, of that a tomato gets riper and riper and riper, those the sugar level will change, right? Right, right. So you you have to learn whether basically the general this at this level, this is when it's ripe. This is when it's ready. It could get really, really, really super ripe and maybe get get even sweeter. Doesn't necessarily mean that like it's good because by getting sweeter, actually, what it ferments, it gets sweeter, it becomes like wine, right? It becomes It becomes stronger. That's why the people were using it for making wine. They, they, yeah. they want to measure that fermented, fermented level of it, right? Yeah. Right? But so. Yeah, but we
0: do have a question, Andy. Oh, yeah, and, I, I and Ghetto per, pretty much answered it, but can a, a high bricks plant be safe from pests or diseases? Uh,
1: can a high brick plant be safe from pests and diseases? Of course. That's well, this is what I wanted to show you in terms of the, the, the measurement in terms of what I have, I have a chart, and the chart clearly tells you about the level of, of the, the pests and disease you would get according to the bricks level. And I can tell you, because I haven't memorized pretty much already as to what they are, because I've experienced it so many times. So let's just look at a tomato plant. <coughs> so okay. again, you, wanna, you want to understand the difference between the fruit, the flower, and the leaf. Yes. And let me explain a little bit of that, and I can go right back to tell you, tell you about the how you can tell uh, compared to diseases. So when you're looking at the fruit, that's the end result that you're going to get. Yeah. The, the diseases and pests usually don't attack the fruit. Mm-hmm. Right, right? Because the fruit is a fermented product, That whatever yeah. that is. is a, it's the plant that you want to deal with or the flower that you want to deal with. That's why you want to check the bricks reading of those. And the way you do that is a little different because you basically have to grind it up and uh, take some of the juice out of it to use the juice. You have to get you have to get the flower, juice of the flower or the juice of the leaf. The leaf is a lot easier because you can crush it and crush it and rub it on the lens. You have the chlorophyll right you have you see the whereas the yeah. flower you're gonna have to add a drop of distilled water to get some liquid going there and put that on the on on the screen. And you'll find that that it, it does correlate to pest and diseases so uh, a tomato plant a tomato plant you would want to have a bricks level An excellent it's page p-a-g-e poor average good and excellent
0: okay
1: page that's what called the page system i didn't develop this like i said other freak other people like myself said okay let's Let's study this. They're really scientific, scientific freaks, you know, and they would develop all these little things, which is really cool. So paid, P-A-G-E, poor, average, good, and excellent. So poor, so I'll, I'll go backwards. So excellent would be like you have 28, 23, 24, 5, 6, 7, 28. Somewhere okay. in there is excellent. So then then you go, you back up and uh, the, the, the some anywhere between 15 and 20. You have so before excellent. You have average. So you have say fifteen on up to twenty. That's average. Fifteen can vary a little bit, and then you you have poor average. No good. It says poor average. Good is the one from fifteen up to twenty. Average would be a, a, maybe from ten to fifteen, and poor would be anything below ten. So I don't know if I talked to you about. I went to a, a health food place one day and uh the guy was offering some some uh, citrus now citrus is slightly different uh bricks levels uh you'll, maybe the highest you'll go with a citrus would be like 32. His citrus, right. was at, his citrus was at a seven ew so so i i told the guy so and then he he also had that conventional and unconventional section so we took his a citrus from the unconventional which was the chemical one and conventional with the organic one and tested each one of them. The organic one was a, a 30. The, the other one, the conventional was at a seven. I said, which one would you eat? <laughs> and he had to think about that for a second. And he automatically said, I'll get the 30, right? See what I mean? Yep. And so, but it, it is, so the, and the way it works with pests and diseases is the same thing. So if you have a poor you know, you're going to be getting diseases and pests. There's no way around it. Average, you're a little better off, but you're still going to be getting pests and diseases. Mm -hmm. Then good means. Okay. So the pests and diseases will radically be be reduced. You're going to get them, but you, if you have to learn how to deal with them, you can, you can manage. And then you got, you have excellent, no pests, no diseases. Yeah. Every time, no, no way and heck that's going to happen there might be other things that could be damaged you know it, it could be something like frost who could damage it or maybe something got knocked it, it it gets damaged physically or maybe the wind or fire lots of other things water damages <laughs> right but 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 generally if, if this will tell you exactly and so what what people what people have learned to do and and, and the refractometer is really a good gardener like me, I don't really use a refractometer. I don't have to look, get a refractometer. Oh, this is good. I can just look, grow it, and go. Wow, that is good. Yeah, you can, you can tell the health of the plant. When you do tomatoes, I mean, for many, t- I, I've all, I've done this so often. I, you go to a con- you go to a fair, right? You go to a place where they're they are. Uh, uh, it's a country county fair where they're growing things right the farmers
0: market things. kind of thing yeah you know they're
1: growing their, and are they're bringing their produce yep. and they' sold the plants and all this kind of stuff and you you'll find that every every time you can look I mean in my garden when I grow stuff I, I don't have to test it anymore because I've done it over and I was talking to a lady yesterday and I, and I was she's saying I have these diseases on my on my plant I have a thousand of them they're all dying the chemicals are not working. And we don't know what's going on. Somebody says this guy does voodoo. Maybe we should talk to him. And so <laughs> I, I, yeah. So I, I was, I was, I was telling, I was telling her that, that, what, what, what she has to under, understand is that the, 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 it's all about trace minerals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she was insisting that she. Uh, I said you can get a uh, soil test done. Yeah. And you'll and it's 300 bucks but I can tell you exactly what's wrong without even paying give me the 300 bucks and I'll tell it to you
0: uh, yeah
1: you know because I've done it so many times and it's the same thing over and over and over and over again just like I said, like today I, I did I did two houses the, uh, these people are, are on the uh, every other month schedule now they both have been with me for about 15 20 years they both had the same problem in mm-hmm. the same you know and i go there and i constantly and pumping the biology into the place constantly yeah. doing the biology to these to these places all the time and i'm, I'm always telling them put a whole property filtration system I, I, the first thing i thought asked this lady she says why is everything dying i said well your, your soil is dying what's left is dying you keep putting chemicals into the soil and then you don't stop constant constant chemicals whether it be in the water in the city water. Or the fertilizers yeah. that you're dumping, constant chemicals. You don't give the soil, and then you know. What's the last time you used anything alive, any compost, alive, mm-hmm. that be added? None. niche None. And the other place I went to, I told him, I said, "When's this last time?" He he, he says, "Come here. I want to show you something." As a matter of fact, I wish I, I wish I had access. I have to learn how to have access to my phone on the on this thing here because the Mac and the phone should talk to each other, and I'm seriously going to have to figure this out because. I just shot a video of a disease uh, on the on an apple, and and you know how the uh, it bleeds out. It's, it looks like amber. The whole thing just starts to bleed. The, the sap, tree itself or the fruit? The sap. The tree itself. Stop. Okay. Of, yeah. From the bark. And there are many different kinds of diseases and stuff, and I don't really worry about their names, but mm-hmm. I can tell I can tell that a disease well, when I see one, and they, he, I told him, I mean, I've been telling him for years. He's been going, I'm going there for 15, 20 years. And the, the first month I said, what do you want? Do you want grass or do you want your fruit trees? Do you yeah. want a lawn or do you want your fruit trees? Right. And so they water the lawn three or four times a week, three or four times a week. They water their lawn and it's like five minutes
0: each time, right? Not a
1: single earthworm in the place
0: they have more no biology in the place either
1: they have horses they have cows no uh they have uh, excuse me pigs they got big pigs as big as cows they got horses tiny horses the pigs are bigger than the horses okay and they have chickens and so when <laughs> i first met this what are you doing with this so i'm throwing it. we're throwing it away i'm going holy shit and then i, I got them to make compost there this, this mm-hmm. seems to be a problem with people making compost even if you have all these animals so I said, so today I. He said, what's wrong? I said, well, you haven't. You make here. You're making compost and you're putting it in your vegetable garden. You're putting it a little bit over there, but this place here is the lawn. You, you? They planted fruit trees in the middle of their lawn, like eight fruit trees right there, there in a row, and they water the lawn and they figure that's enough for the trees. And and, and I said, well, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to take the lawn out because I also looked at all the other trees. They're all starting to bleed as well, right? They're all starting to bleed as well. And this, is a, this is a definite soil disease. And basically when the tree does that, it's trying to heal itself. Basically, yeah. that's what it is. It's trying to heal itself, cover up the wound, uh, fix it. But it is, this is a, not a kind of disease that can be healed from. It only gets worse, the root system. If the root system is not functioning properly, right? That's a right. big problem. And of course, chemical fertilizers are effective only because it gives an immediate jolt. Right. It's a defense mechanism, Victor. You're absolutely right. That's what it is. It's an immediate jug. Chemicals do not need biology in the soil. You don't need no. you don't need it's like a cocaine addict. You don't need anything else just the cocaine. You don't need to. They didn't even inject it to your body, it's just snort it, but touch it, look at it, right? So it's just it's so, so the biologist uh, so chemicals shock the plant, makes it look good. It grows really fast, but then it's weak. It doesn't have the minerals. It gets super attacked by disease. All that stuff happens to it. So I was telling, I was telling him that. You, you, I told him again. Okay, I'm going to tell you again. Do you want the long or do you want these trees? Which of these do you want? Because yeah. I would t- I told him a long time ago about planting native grasses underneath the trees there. For example, it looks very yeah. nice. They grow really well. You do have to, you, you water the trees, not the lawn. So I said, mm-hmm. okay, you're gonna have. I'm not gonna tell you again. And I took a video of it. And I think uh, by next by next show I will have it together so that I can um, sure. show you from my from my phone what I do. <laughs> Uh, because that you really, you really have to see this in person. And I, and I go through this all the time with various different people. So I told him, you have to scrape the lawn off. take it, take it off. And I showed him the soil It's not soil, it's some kind of hard clay. I mean, you have to hit it with a hammer. So I said, imagine the roots, how they're, how they're living down in there. Yeah, You know, and so I said, you have to take it, you have to slowly scrape it off. Throw all that stuff away. You can even you can even dump it in your big giant compost pile. Yeah, I Ray hope you a significant other today. No, I, I don't go for this Valentine's Day stuff. Uh, today's Lent, where you can you no. Know, I was the reason why I like Lent is because yesterday you can do whatever you want to <laughs> it. That's that's my favorite part of Lent. Not going there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I told him you have to take everything out. Carefully Mm -hmm. go through it, remove as much as you can without damaging the roots. In other words, I told him you can't pull the tree out, fix the soil, put the tree back in again. It's not gonna work. Superman would do that for you. But you have to take everything out. You're gonna have to get a a mixture of compost because he he makes good compost now. He gets the horse manure, he gets the pig manure. You know, he has the chickens, he has that to it. I give him some rock dust to use. And when I go spray, I also inoculate it with lots of microbes. but he's not really going around applying it to all the, pro- yeah, yeah. And the lawn robs nutrients from the trees and the poor and I spray them and they're getting their nutrients, but the lawn is already, these guys are heavy eaters. Yeah, exactly. right. The lawn the lawn rob nutrients from the trees. And then I, well, and, and, and what's, what's really weird is that see, they're not doing any fertilization at all. They don't do anything. I come and feed it, but the lawn will suck up, whatever nutrients it's it's in the ground, it's in the ground, the trees won't get it. And then all, they, the lawn requires a lot more water, which the trees do not get it. So the new, so the lawn are getting bigger, they looking really good, but the tree, the fruit trees are not doing very well. Nope. And, very, and the other place I went to the second place I went to has a similar problem. She has citrus. So she yeah. has a, a, a slope. So the it, 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 it was, everything was dying on the slopes. I said, let's put, let's put some native grasses up there, like slope, no mow, uh, some type of non-grass that you don't have to cut. So I put mm-hmm. a drip system up there. So what they did wrong is they put like eight lines. You only really needed two lines, okay? Two drip lines running across. You know, whenever you do a drip system on a slope, the slope will naturally take the water, run it down. You, you don't yeah. have it right so one drip up further up in another drip this way we'll all we will all get water but well, you have eight lines and then you have the citrus at the bottom of a little slope in a little well and with this little line of water
0: oh she's drowning it yeah get
1: and the, uh, the trees are like the fruit trees are like shriveled up and, I, and I've been saying for for years now I said I said first of all two lines would be more efficient secondly why are you watering this there's native grass like every three or four times a week or a daily or some stuff like that because they only need once a month's watering. So I tell them, just turn it off. Don't water that anymore. And, yeah. and, and then I come back, it's back on again, putting swales on the slope. Uh, swells is, it, 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 what would help would be to, I tell it, take out six of the drip lines just take yeah. out six of the drip lines, leave only two drip lines there for the for the, for the grass. And then you only walk, change the timer to water once, one good deep watering a month. That's all the native grass will need. Yeah. It's the, a citrus, I have a customer that has since 1984, I've, uh, and I was a gardener there for many years. Once a month, it gets a 40-minute drip line watering. Once a month. Mm-hmm. So the second place I went to, you see a one line of citruses, tiny shriveled up things. And there's several strips of citruses out here in Never Neverland, hardly getting any water. Gorgeous. Gorgeous yeah. look. And so I, I, as a matter of fact, later on today, I'm going to text her, these citruses are getting too much water. This is what they look like when you don't overwater. Because I guess I had, uh, could you put that with silly uh, sis? Yeah. You can, what does it say? Okay, I Andy, know. I
0: had trees that drowned because of relentless rain one year. You told me to spray them. I did, and my whole and my white birch had leaves come out on one branch. Can I do more to help it?
1: Okay, what did you spray it with? Really? Uh,
0: we sprayed it with uh, worm castings. Uh, I uh, soaked them in water, um, you know, uh, get as much biology out as I can, uh, goes into a 25 gallon, uh, spray unit. And then, uh, just wanded them uh, straight spray with the water and, uh, the worm casting extract.
1: So here's, here's what's, here's what's going on. They're, they're soaking they're, there's too much water and not enough oxygen down there. Yeah. So a lot of times what, what, what I tell people to do when they when there's too, just too much water, you want to air it out. And so you get a, uh, 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 a lot of times people get these plastic pipes, which I don't like. Uh, I, I, I buy these clay drain pipes and I use a, a post hole digger and it puts a two feet drain pipe into the ground vertical, you know, goes on, mm-hmm. goes down in there and put a little cap on it. Air goes right in through goes right in through it. And it literally sucks in the air, helps to dry, it, to dry it out. But what you need to do also too is you need to, Spray more biology to the soil because the the microbes will help to break to uh, to uh, bring more oxygen into the to the yeah. to the soil. Yeah. That's what that's what's needed. You have to you have to and, and, and also too you have to look and see if water's sitting. I would make the water run off to the one side or another. A lot of times when they're sitting in wells, like recently, all the rain had people's. Uh, Fruit trees are sitting in water, literally sitting in water because they're yeah. not draining. It's not draining. And so a lot of times I've had to make make a, a, a way for water to drain away from the plants. Mm-hmm. So it's and especially now we're getting more so much rain. And the, it's it's a real big big problem for the biology and the soil, soil because biology are not tw- uh, underwater swimmers. And, they no. do not. No. and so when, when they get deprived of, of that. The plants start to getting deprived of the food, so the plants mm-hmm. will start to, to suffer. One of the ways you can help the plants is to do the foliar feed. So there are some castings is an excellent way to do to uh, to foliar feed them. I, 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 I think you should use the C90 because that provides a, a good wide range of trace minerals.
0: I don't have mm-hmm. any C90, Andy. You, you, can't it. you can't get it, huh? Um, I can get it, but the cost of bringing it into Canada is like stupid. Just like, well, really. stupid. All you have
1: to do is try to find something nearby that's kind of like, like, like Victor says, water soluble nutrients. So look at yeah. sources that you have around you, different stores, different locations, and see what it is that they're selling, and see if they have anything that's, that's that offer. One of the things I've learned when I've had a hard time finding things for plant, I just go get stuff for humans. Yeah. Right. So you can go look at it for water soluble nutrients for people. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're, they're just, a, you know, they, they have the same trace minerals and the plants will use them too, as well.
0: Because uh, it's not the plant that's using it, it's the biology. Anyway, right.
1: That's using it. Exactly right. Exactly right. So that's what I would do. I would go to a health food store and say, hey, you can, what do you have for trace minerals? Because right now, I could probably run to the kitchen and show you a bottle of trace minerals for humans. That I yeah. also give it to my plants.
0: Uh, yeah, I ne- actually, that never crossed my mind, Andy. So thank you. That guys, that's a gold bar. I better put up, you know, better put that up on the screen. That 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 is a total, total gold Pure
1: bar. Gold. Pure gold. Uh, I, I I literally I would love to just run over to the kitchen and come back with this bottle. <laughs> and this bottle is like so. I've gone through, you know, and and my search for one of the things I learned about trace minerals. I need the trace minerals too.
0: Yes. Right.
1: Yeah. So, so I've been search, searching for trace metals that I can take that are in a natural form. So I'm always looking for trace metals. So mm-hmm. I go from one guy that I really like to another person I like even better, is another person. So I got pretty much the top of the line of who I can get here. But the, basically, basically uh, I don't like to buy it from Amazon. Un- so it's hard to tell what the heck you're getting. So you have to mm-hmm. walk in a store and look at it. So in a helpful store, you look at you read the ingredients, you see how it's made. And so that's what I would do, is to get something that's really good for people. Have it'll say trace minerals, all this stuff. Yep, yeah, bingo. And then, and then find the right amount you want. To, so remember the law a little bit. Too much trace minerals, no good. So, and we're and we're the plants are the biology is very different. So it's just like tiny little people. So you want you want to give them tiny amounts. Yeah.
0: And so.
1: So you want to start off with the smallest amount you can think of, which is really something more like along the lines of in terms of drops, tablespoon, maybe a tablespoon and a gallon of water is a good amount. A way to tell, a way to tell. Here's where the refractometer comes in is you do a reading before you do the spray, wait 24 hours and do the reading again. You will see a jump in the the BRICS level readings. And that's what you want to do. That's one reason why you use a Briggs level because you do something, on me. You do something, and you see what the results was. Yeah. Right. So I would go out and spray a, a, a citrus plant, for example, that with a customer that I knew that was really like a level ten. And then I would come back 24 hours and spray and not spray. Uh, do a, uh, I mean, do a read. I was, I, I would do a reading. I would spray, and then 24 hours later. I would do another reading. Yeah. And see what kind see what kind of jump it, the 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 reading did. If it was healthy enough to absorb the nutrients, the bricks level should go up. If the bricks level did not change at all, then you mean the plant is not absorbing the nutrients. Not right. using it. It's one thing to absorb the nutrients, it, another thing to use it, right? To use it. Yeah. Yeah. Have it, have it function. Things have to be functioning in the plant's body. But it does tell you, wow, look at this. I call mm-hmm. it the rubber band effect because you can also do it on trees. So right. one of the ways I can try, I, I teach people about diseases is okay, let's do a brick reading on this branch, whether it be a cypress or whatever, you can take a little bit of the branch of the, of the leaf, crush it into, into juice, put it on your refractor, I'm going to read it. And, and then you can do a spray on it and come back 24 hours later. 24 hours is a good reasonable amount of time for the plant okay. to have absorb it. Do another, uh, do the same reading again and see what the BRICS level is. That'll tell you right off the bat. And a lot of times, what I have found is when I go, like I, I'm dealing with this cypress, this one lady has about one them, maybe 30 or 40 or 50 cypress. The Italian cypress, they're really tall, skinny things. Again, I sh- I'd love to show you the and I will. I promise you guys, I will start to uh, show you what I'm doing because that's really more fascinating than actually talking about. It. And, and you can literally see it. And people say, "What are you spraying? Like the blue-green dye or something?" Because the plants change color almost immediately. It's like they're yeah. starving. They're starving for this special trace mill. and as soon as they get it, they go, "Oh!" And you absorb it. It's not a thing where they where they don't want it. They literally are geared. To, to absorption. One of the things I was talking to uh, Michelle today about was she says, "Well, you know, it's really dark and cloudy, and it's and it's really super wet, and it's almost and it's sprinkling and raining. This is not a good time to be to be spraying." Uh, what is it? I missed it. I haven't been keeping up with the chat. But a swale uh-huh. set up, overflow away from your trees would help. Yeah, exactly right. If you if you have the ability to make the water flow in a certain direction, that's what you want to do. Uh, lots of yeah. people here in Malibu. The water runs straight down to the ocean, doesn't even stop. I tell them, make little waterfall, make little boulders so they have to go over, slowly build up, maybe have a pond or build yeah. a nice dip, you know, like a pool area where the water will sit and let's slowly sleep out. But mm-hmm. that's one of the things you want to do with the refractometer. She wanna do something. And spraying is the fastest way to tell because if you use something, you put it in the root system, it could be for it could be a long time before that even becomes available to the plant. If it becomes available to the plant, yeah. But if you spray, if you spray the the, the plant, and you want to, you want to uh, once you te- you test before you spray, right? And then you and then you spray 24 hours later. One of the reasons you wait 24 hours later is you don't want to be testing the actual liquid right if you spray right because you'll still be on the leaf so for, to to a certain extent and that would change the bricks level reading uh, as well because there's it's actually the the biology does produce its own sugars so you actually mm-hmm. do a Brix bricks level reading on the on your on your biology liquid you, you yeah. can tell the, and that's an interesting thing too because if you the more you bubble it the more you the the higher the bricks level goes up mm-hmm Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. So so that's one of the things that you want to learn to use a refractometer with if you're in your learning process. After you do it about 100 times. And Victor says you
0: don't want to burn the leaves from over spraying, and that's where tracking your your bricks, you know, you uh, are seeing how much you have sprayed. You'll be able to judge how much more do I need and how often. Well, here's the thing about using biology you cannot over spray
1: now if you have a, a fertilizer yeah you, a fertilizer becomes available what a chemical especially a chemical fertilizer that's one reason why yeah. it gets very. if you spray whatever you spray instantly it gets sucked right in so yeah you can definitely over spray that way but if you're spraying yeah. biology if you're spraying the trace minerals with the biology and it's against a small amount of trace minerals, you can spray all day that plant it will not, you can pour tons of water and you're not going to burn it. It's not going to cause any overreaction to it because it, it would only give you so much anyway. You're, the biology are not going to produce so much. It's not going to double, right? You, if you double the biology, it doesn't mean you're going to double the amounts of, of trace metals or the concentration of it,
0: right? Understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just sure. doubling your workforce to use what you're giving. Now, I, I think uh, uh, more Victor is... Um, maybe salt based or something like that, uh, and not a, a high enough dilution rate. But uh, yeah, the biology is the key. You can't you can't add too much biology. You can't add too much workforce. So
1: silly. What I would do is, uh, do
0: you guys do uh, anything with worms? You
1: don't do much with worms over because it's too
0: cold now, or what? Um, I well, I actually my worms did pass this winter in the cold. I have to get some more worms. Uh, and keep them in the grow so that I can keep them going. Uh, but yeah, I, I uh, just have some worm castings, and then I have some vermicompost that I, I created here a few years ago as well.
1: Well, see, so don't you do you have don't you have like a basement or a cellar? Where, where is uh...
0: Yeah, yeah, I I do, but unfortunately, that's not where the worms were when it, it got super cold out. And by the time I realized they weren't in the house yeah you it have to get on to decide, it was too late. but but if you
1: if, if you could get the worms growing and use the leachate from the worms, that would yeah. really really help the plants because you because whatever you spray, but a silly should concentrate is on two things. One, giving nutrition to the plants that they can absorb because they need nutrition right now. That's the most important thing that they have to get they have to get some nutrition into them, right? Yeah. Right. They have to get the the nutrition into them, which will help them to eventually uh, survive long enough to the water will dry out and the biology will start to come back. Because that's what happens. Yeah. The food has been cut cut out from it, and the oxygen will cut be cut from it. What what I do it, that's why the worms are so good because you have this living, living biology that you can not only spray on the plant but you spray it onto the soil because that would also yeah. provide more oxygen for them. The other, the other thing is that is that you definitely want to be able to aerate your soil. Now, one of the things you can do, and I, I do, is I have a spraying ring. The spraying ring has a bubbler. So the it bubbler right. It's super aerated. It's super, it Seems like twelve watching stoners forgot their duty. I missed that part. What happened to twelve stoners?
0: Seven likes, twelve people watching. Why isn't it twelve? You know, <laughs> likes already. You know, come on, stoners! You forgot your their, their duty to get out and hit that thumbs up button. And so, like, oh, go uh, super uh, cold and clear and a beautiful sky. I don't know if we're getting auroras today. I haven't uh, tracked the Schumann today. I know that uh, we're still dealing with a lot of magnetic energy that we got a few days ago here.
1: So uh, the other thing too that would be really good, uh, silly for you to do is to learn how to use biochar. Do You guys get a hold of any biochar there?
0: Um, I actually make it myself. I, I have uh, quite oh, a bit. you make it yourself? Are, are you are you helping S-
1: Silly with any of her tree problems with the biochar?
0: Um, I haven't made that much biochar, um, and it was uh, it was for the use in the garden, not necessarily in the trees. Oh, but you know, Andy, this, uh, our problem or one of our problems is we had three weeks of steady downpours. Um, where our, our property was totally flooded, we're, we're at the bottom of a, a hill, yeah, um, a and the, the, the drainage system runs along our property to take all the water away. Um, so our trees, it, it um, it, there's a little dip on our property, I'd have we to in the water, bring in a whole sh- a lot of, of dirt to raise it up to have it, you know, go away. And time. Be- <sighs> with my injuries, I can only do so much. It's like, you know, I, I literally got out and and dug a hole and put it in a sump pump to pump water out. Um, Yeah. It's the best I could do.
1: It's a tough one when you have so much water and it dumps it in there and you really, because ideally you you need to set it up so water flows around you, flows down, you know, go somewhere else. Yeah, but, so the only real solution is to concentrate on the foliar aspects of how you feed things and yeah. hope that they survive so that when things dry out. And even then, you want to continue that. Ideally, you want to do this, as much of the foliar spraying as possible. Uh, we can't put yeah. too much soil, otherwise it'll suffocate the trees that way too. No, yeah, yeah, it's it's basically you have to concentrate on the foliar. Do you have anything, any way to do foliar sprays? How do you do that?
0: Um, on my pump sprayer, I, I have a, a, created a boom sprayer. It's uh, originally just for a pump for walking around and spraying trees, uh-huh. etc. Uh-huh. Um, so we have that wand. and then I, I built a, a eight foot boom um, that, that sprays on the grass. I was uh, doing a lot of lawn. We were taking our clippings off the lawn and feeding them to friends chickens. Um, and then I realized, hold on, I'm taking all the organic material off my property yeah. which, now. I'm not supposed to do that. So now I bought a mulching mower and spraying the biology. You can see over the last two years, how things have reactivated, uh, but that flooding was a couple of years ago and you know, the trees, I'm not sure what's going to survive this year. We'll have to see yeah. uh, what happens.
1: You're just going to have to increase the biology as fast as you can yep.
0: and you increase
1: the biology in the soil. Uh, you have more; The more roots in the soil, the better the water drainage, the better the, you'll be able to deal with water. But yep. when you get water a foot deep, just two feet deep and sitting there, you, you have a problem.
0: Oh, you know? well, and the thing is from one year to the next, Andy, because yeah. we got one corner that's really low on our property that generally floods every spring a little bit. Um this last year it, it didn't it didn't flood at all because of the aggregation and the biology had built down far enough where it just drew the water right through yeah. and didn't hold the surface water. So we are making the improvements with the biology, but it's a slow, steady progress. Do you have do you have animals? Uh my dogs and cats and my wife. Oh, did I say that out loud? Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> you, did, you did, you did. That's very, very bad. You're in trouble now.
0: <laughs> I, I, anyway, know, I know, I know. I'm always in trouble and I love it, okay? Over here I we love have it. a lot of
1: the same problems and that it's just really, really, really super raining a lot, uh, all kinds of problems here. The, the, there's hardly any biology here as it is now, so now people have more yeah. money, stuff like that, and more and more diseases are, are wrapping up. The chemical people are using, dumping more and more chemical, more fertilizers to bring yeah. things back. But it's a very temporary thing. Uh, and then, right, more roots in the soil is the key. That's yeah. that's yeah. it right there in, in a nutshell. Uh, in my backyard, uh, I, I was just going nuts, letting anything grow. I have an amnesty. Um, my friend will come over and start, and he set you straight on the trees. I did in the one tree where white birch had leaves come out on one branch. Exactly, if you can... Yeah. And remember, you don't, you spray the trunk too because they absorb nutrients through the trunks as well. And it doesn't have to have leaves on it. There's a lot of it's just today I'll spray all the bare trees that have trees that had dropped all their leaves and everything. Yeah, normally you,
0: right now, if I go out and spray my trees, Andy, it's just gonna form ice on them. Okay. Right, I, I right, don't right. live in Malibu where right. it's warm. Okay. Right, right,
1: right. Today it was uh, six, 57 degrees. And it was cold, man. It was
0: cold. Oh, you poor baby. I can't, I can't baby.
1: Work degrees. You're kidding me. <laughs> so every place, is, cat. every place is really different. And so you're just going to have to try to uh, key into the, as much of the bio. Because this show soil, this soil is all about the biology. And that's exactly what you have yep. to do. Exactly what people have to do in each one of their properties. Increase the biology so that anything can happen. They'll make it through that. They'll be strong enough to make it through that. Otherwise, yeah. there's going to be, yeah. You want to spray the tree before it's freezing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like in my, have you ever seen the videos, Andy? When it's minus forty up here, minus fifty. Yeah. yeah. You take boiling water and just throw it, in it the air, in. Right. and yeah, it just freezes as it goes. Yeah, like that's that that's, that, that's yeah. where I live. Okay. So. Right, and that's why
1: I don't live there. That's why I don't live there. <laughs>
0: Right. Uh, oh, we love you, telling, Andy.
1: I was telling this lady uh, today. Well, yesterday, all these people keep stopping me because they see me and they say, "I know who you are." And one of them, uh, I was talking about. Uh, I ended up talking about Florida, Miami, was where I grew up. Yeah and, yeah. and over there, the rain is warm. Yeah. Right. So the coldest it gets is like seventy at night, something like that. All right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I yeah. got the name Invisible Gardener because I would go out at night and spray things. And I love spraying in the <laughs> rain. I actually got in trouble once because I was spraying naked and people were going, I was in the paper.
0: <laughs> but you were guy. invisible. Who could see you?
1: <laughs> and I, I, I can't say. And I was, I, I, that was my excuse. Wait a minute. I'm invisible. You can't see me. So what's the point? There's no problem here, right? And the guy <laughs> said, well, I, we, we need to talk because, yeah, we can see you. I go, rats. <laughs> Don't forget oh. Florida, Andy. Yeah, I love Florida, man. Florida is one of my, <laughs> my favorite uh, places. I would like to go back there, but I'm not really sure if I, if I can make it in, the, in Florida. It's uh, too, uh, well, right now, it's uh, I, I I do better here, even though it's very expensive in Malleable. People here have more money yeah. than nations, and that's the key, too, because in the valley, it's like 100. Right now, it's like 21 degrees in certain places over there, right? Just 20 minutes from here. Just 20, 30 minutes you go skiing, mountain, you know, all that stuff. Whereas by the ocean, it gets down to maybe 47 at night.
0: (laughs) Okay. Now the microbes here miss you, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I
1: know. And the microbes, I'm in love with microbes. You should see the, uh, I have all kinds of stuff. I have a new uh, logo that I'm working on for. happy microbes, like a male microbe, a female microbe, a little family of microbes, you go shopping, <laughs> you know, so, and I've always, I'm always into that, and, and recently I was just talking to the, well, the city, the city of Malibu, started to ban pesticides and chemicals, and I said, well, now that you've banned and you need to teach people what else, what they can do as an alternative. And, yeah. and one of the things I'm teaching them is, yeah, just start your, your own worm farm, one of the easiest things, to way to do it, and lots of other ways to to increase the biology, forget about pulling weeds. <laughs> forget about pulling weeds. You,
0: if you have weeds growing, let them grow. Yeah, yeah, it, I, and and if you want to get rid of them before they seed out, just chop them and drop them. Let the weeds no exactly, biology. And that's exactly what I did uh,
1: just uh, yesterday because lots of weeds were came up. With that. everybody can grow. And I was just gave them all a haircut, left it back down again, come back up again, you guys are welcome to, and what they bring up what they, when they grow and when they decompose, they're putting back exactly what the soil needs. See, right? Yeah. And it's really cool, and so I, I'm I'm actually taping it uh, the garden uh, garden process, uh, because it's, it's got gopher, so I'm in the process of things you're doing for the city. Exactly right, and the city is such a trip because you know, if you if you if it's done correctly, a sustainable city, I had the dream where a pilot flying over a city couldn't find the city because everything was covered in,
0: in trees, couldn't find the airport. The Aztecs, it, it, that's how it is now, it's everything's covered in trees. Where the Aztecs, <laughs> all the ruins down in Peru and in, in south america it's all covered in trees yeah and and that, now that's
1: why I, 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 right now most of the tree cover in cities is like maybe 10 20% it should yeah. be at least 70% 80% and there yeah. would be a big difference there would be a diff, big difference in the in pollution level It would be a big difference in and just even absorption from rain how you could deal with drought
0: Well, have you seen the high rises they're building down in different areas that actually have green spaces on the outside of the buildings to help with heat and air conditioning? Yeah. I've been actually watching a lot of desert landscape restorations from uh, around the world, talking of swales and stuff and ponds. You know, capturing that water in those dry environments is so utterly important and doing it, you know, you can do it off the dew of the leaf sucks dew every morning yeah. into the soil. You can, your plant yeah. will water itself. Yeah. If the biology yeah. is there and the aggregation is there.
1: Patrick wants to know where the dance with ants book is. It's been out for a long time, but what's, what's happening now is that I have a, my I have a book called don't panic. It's organic. I put the yeah. dance with ants book for free into that book. It's right in the oh, cool. part of the book. And you can get that from my website. Well, it takes you to Amazon. But if you go to Amazon and you start looking for uh, uh, natural air control or this, you're going to find lots of other things that are not neat. So this yeah. way, you go directly, you find the book. It's called Don't Panic, It's Organic. It will save for free, dances with Ants in the Center. Obviously, so that book is right in there with it. And it's really cool. It's not about killing ants. It's not about killing ants. Is understanding nope. that the ants are mother nature's gar- gardeners, mother nature's janitors. They're supposed to clean up and gets, get it together for us. So that's, that's their job. They 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 remove waste and they channel it over there and move it over there. And 20 bucks is a good deal. Really it's one of the best books I've yep. ever written. And so you get two books in there. So I when I saw Dancers with Wolf, I changed my thing about, because it was how to control ants naturally. I changed it to Dancers with Ants. Because that's what you do. You know, they, they, you learn how to communicate. You learn how to communicate with the ants. Like I'm talking to the queen ant. Okay, let's make a deal. I, I, I'll feed you guys over here. If you stay, I'll over there. I mean, I don't want you guys in my bathroom. I don't want you guys in my bedroom. You got plenty of, you can run around outside and do all you want. You see, right? Yeah. And ants are important, but whenever you have an infestation of any one thing or, or ants, whenever the ants are out of control, your soil is having a problem your soil. You're out of balance, control, right? The soil will control the population of the ants or anything else in that soil. I mean, your, right? The biology will control the population of ants or anything else in that soil. Yeah, and that's the key, right there. That's the key to yeah. everything. Uh, and you don't really need to know anything other than get really good at making the best compost and enhancing the biology of your soil. And then you go find out. Gee, I can do the biology of myself, right? Makes my biology better at it too because it's the same thing that's going on in our
0: stomach, right? Well, and if you're growing a garden using that biology, the plants are drawing it into their cell structure. When you're consuming it, you're getting the trace minerals. Oh, like we're supposed to be getting.
1: And that's even better. I mean, I really, really like being a cow. I got so many times, my wife would say, Andy, go out and pick some vegetables. I said, okay, so I'll be out there picking vegetables. I came back with an empty tray. What happened to the vegetables? I ate them all. <laughs> they that. were just the bricks level. Honey was on unbelievable. Yeah, for me. It's, it's true. I would sit, I, and even to this day, uh, Michelle would say, "You need some greens with your vegetables." I said, "Well, I'll go to the store buy some greens, and I can't eat them all on the same day, and they all go bad." And, I, you know, the, the the greens I buy in the store were picked days, if not months ago.
0: Yeah. There's yeah. a
1: big difference. You go out to the garden, click, click. Within hours, you eat it. You ate it.
0: Yeah. yeah. You're
1: even eating it right there. So there's, there's a big difference. And that's the whole thing what we need to learn about. Well, guys, I swear I would have this. So now I'm using the Mac before my PC. that board bored, so you went to sleep over there. And, <laughs> And I, I have a lot tons and tons of videos, tons and tons of things that I can do, and it's and it's really good for you guys to understand how this process works. My yeah. one of my goals is to have other people like, you, like me start their own business doing the very same thing I've been doing for 40, 50, 60 years, making a good living out of it, at the same time healing people's soils. How's yeah. that?
0: I I would love to actually you know, have the, the town I live in, the city I live in, switch to all their green spaces being controlled by biology. I think that would be a key. That's what have to do. There's, there's more land controlled by the government, roadsides, parks, etc., than there is under cultivation for farming. If we can force the governments to make the change, holy chitlins, we got a chance to save the planet. Hey, listen, Patrick. Where do you think Florida's
1: going? I know
0: it's
1: gonna go underwater. I know what's going on over there's Swiss cheese problem and all that stuff. Uh, I'm not going to South Florida, brother. <laughs> I'm going to North Florida. Two different
0: continents. Okay. Yeah, and like so Super NASA has, but you get- want. When nutrient you get dense those nutrient-dense foods, foods, your body starts to expel the poisons.
1: Exactly right. Exactly right. So exactly. I, I use uh, I use what's called suncarella, which is very, very rich in a variety yep. of different nutrients. I have some upstairs. And that's what it does. It's, it eliminates toxins from your body. So, guys, we're yeah. done today. I really enjoyed
0: talking to you all. And we'll be back. Peace out, guys. I'm going to end the broadcast next Bye. time.